Welcome to Market Proof Marketing, the weekly podcast from the marketing minds at deconvert.com, where we talk about the current state of all things digital and how they impact home builders and developers around the globe. We're not here to sell you, we're here to help you and to try and elevate the conversation. I'm Kevin Oakley, and with me today, as always, is the ad doctor, Andrew Peak. We're here at number 40. I feel like I'm halfway through my life, and we also have Becca <laughs> this week on Hi. number 40. It's such a big number, right? Uh, over the hill, yeah. We're officially over That's the hill. That's true. Yeah. We agreed at the beginning, right, Andrew? We're only going to record 80 of these, and then we're done. 80, and, so. then we're, and we're done. Retired. Oh. We're better. halfway. We're halfway well, through. Well, who knows? I don't know what we'll <laughs> Change the name of I it. Can't season wait. one, episode I can't 80. wait, though, for the April Fool's episode when I'm going to start the show with, like, two ads. Oh, that'd be uh, awesome. And then we'll announce our Patreon that they can support us with, and then we'll have Harry's Razor come on, and then we'll Harry's have Razor, a class. My, my pillow. Uh, yeah, a, a PDF download that you can uh, give us your email address for, and then we'll round it all off with a online course for $79 to teach you how to do something. I like 79. That's a, you know, that's a good number. That's, there's a lot of psychology yep. in those, those voices. Oh, man. All right, let's hop into story time. What do we got? Andrew? Yeah. Speaking of go numbers. First? Yeah, this was creepy. Or at least I thought it was creepy, or maybe it was smart. So I was on Facebook this morning. There is this company called The Penny Hoarder. Um, they they build content and then they monetize it by affiliate marketing to like credit card offers, finance mm. offers. So everything's finance related. Very millennial focused as far as all the topics. Six million likes on on Facebook. So they they know what they're doing as far as getting people to engage with their content. So I see this ad and there's a birthday candle. It says 30. It's lit. The zero is kind of melting away. And it says, please, we know you'll be 29 forever. 20 things to check off your financial bucket list before the big 3-0. I'm like, oh, well, that's interesting. But 30 is a big number. That's no big deal. Like there's a lot of people turning 30, but it says you'll be 29. I'm actually 29. So I'm like, this is creepy. Um, with any ad, you could click at the top right. There's three little icons. And for the most part, Facebook will give like the highest level of targeting information they can. They won't right. dive down into all the details. So this one is like, you're seeing this ad because the penny hoarder wants to reach people age 29 who live in or, or who were recently in the United States. So everyone who has seen this ad is 29. <laughs> Super creepy, right? Or is it, what do you, what do you think about it? I don't think it's that creepy because you have to give Facebook your birthday when you sign up. That's true. That is true. That is true. Kevin, what do you I think what's interesting is just like we talk about with uh, psychological biases and, and weak points and how we think as human beings, I think it's interesting that your first reaction wasn't that, of course, they're doing that, but you were kind of like, hey, happy accident. Like there's lots of people turning 30. Mm -hmm. I happen to be almost turning 30. Like it's just another example of how even when you do this as much as we do and we and we do targeting uh, all the time and, and look at how those are being done, that it still didn't scream at you that that was the initial source of it necessarily. I think that's just an interesting thing. I, I don't think it's creepy. I think um, you know, they're after a different game though, which is we want to reach probably everyone age yep. 29 everywhere mm -hmm. in the country. Yep. And so they're trying to get to 10 million followers or uh, whatever it is. So I think when you're playing that kind of lowest common denominator game, it's a great tactic to use. Uh, I think, you know, there's no reason that, and we've worked with people who have done campaigns like this around getting married, around having a child, um, and even using things like Google Display Network to target the not.com or weddingwire.com, uh, folks who visit those sites to try to show them display ads uh, related to, hey, you're getting married, so time for a bigger home. 
um, th- that it's this specific is certainly uh, in that gray area of if you did it wrong, it could certainly come off creepy. For sure. But you know, I guess they did say, we know you'll be 29 forever. But if it yeah. said, please, Andrew, we know that you'll Andrew. be 29 yeah. forever, that would be the People creepy line, right? It's like, wait, <laughs> you're talking straight to me? That's that's, that's creepy. And I'm, yeah, and yeah. 30 is like a a number like that's like a you know it's an even number that's like oh i'm 30 now you're you're in the next bracket so it's maybe they don't do this for ages 28 going like a 29 like do they have how many variations of this ad do they have if you go on their their facebook page and hit info and ads which lets you see uh-huh. active ads they're running tons of stuff it was literally hundreds i kept scrolling to try to find this one under that uh-huh. section to give a link to it i couldn't find it it was just one after another one after another all different types of variations um very interesting on the ad copy and the the images as far as if you want to uh get inspired to see what other industries are doing it's all very eye-catching and gray area if that makes sense <laughs> nothing where it's like shady or, or, or bad but it's like oh hmm, i see why they chose that image interesting choice yeah i think the other thing that's interesting to think about is just for remarketing if someone's already filled out a form on your site and so you have some information to feed back into facebook and to retarget based on that, whether it's product type um, of the community that they they asked for. I think there's some other interesting ideas there, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's good. How about- uh, Yeah, definitely. How about definitely. your your new home? What's going on there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, quick little update, which I guess we'll have to have like an update every week, I guess. Um, so we went to the design preview night on Thursday. la di da da We were so excited. Uh, took us an hour and a half to get there. So we were definitely committed to going. Oh. And the times are terrible. There's This is all this feedback. I'm like, it's at four, five, and six. If you live across the bridge, you add an hour to anything during that time. Rush hour. I'm like, what in the world? So we had to leave a little early to get there, arrange childcare and whatnot. Uh, but we were the only people that showed up. So that was really cool because it was just you know, us and the design. Cool company. for you, the builder. Cool for us. Yeah, like, they're probably hanging that's out. That's maybe like, a sign that this is not an ideal time to do this. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. it was interesting, this quick little side path here, like the office park that they're in had um, three other big public builders in the same. Like you pull in and you're like, oh, look at all these initials um, with, the, with the builder names, like all just right there in the same thing. Intentional. Huh. I have no idea. Um yeah, it was very interesting. But it was it was cool. But also, I'm like, why are you not doing this? And my wife, Lindsay, who's not involved in Builder World at all, is like, can we just like go on a computer and like see what it will look like? And they're like, no, da 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 da. I'm like, well, I know that exists. Like you have, um, say, John Rendering House. They have their interior rendering app. Mm-hmm. You pick the different mm-hmm. paint color. They load in like the patterns for the floors from the manufacturer, like it's all this feed driven system. So it could be updated and you could, you know, have some pricing on there if you choose to have any pricing on there. So you could put together this, this palette before you start like, Oh, here's 10 pieces of granite. I have to move around with me and put on the table and and try to match (laughs) stuff. And like, Oh, look, this is, you know, half a square foot of, of the countertop that I anticipate getting, but it's only this little bit that I'm trying to visualize in my mind of what it will look like when it's on an Island. That's, you know, eight feet by four feet or whatever size Mm -hmm. it is. Um, so just the, I'm like, this is the, I looked them up, the seventh largest builder in the United States, and they don't have the rendering capabilities in their design studio. Like, this is just nuts. Like, why don't you have this? Like, this is crazy. Just blown away. Yeah. The thing that's always most surprising is that it's like they aren't even attempting. No, not at all. Sure. Okay. So maybe they don't have the full build out rendering house app. But surely they just have a PDF doc or something that lists out those different selections. So if you wanted to do the hard work on your own of finding those somewhere else online, 
which they get scared of because then you're going to compare prices and why are they charging me? So, mm-hmm. but they're just yeah. not even trying. It's like, well, we can't yeah. do it perfectly like the car industry does. So we're just not going to go and do any of it. It was weird. Not even the yeah. exterior, um, which I think that's the, probably the simplest to have like here's the six paint combinations with the sightings and whatnot to choose. I'm like, mm-hmm. you don't have that available? They're like, no. I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay. It's super easy to do. I know. And I'm pretty sure that's with not to like promote a bunch of everything, but that's included now with, with rendering house, like to have yeah. that sure, that's, click button yep. that's there. Like it's default. That's yeah. the smartest thing they ever did at rendering house was just include that as a free yeah, and it's, it's a very tool, cool tool. when you yeah. do the exterior renderings. I mean, that's, that's uh very yeah. Cool. And I, I, whether it's, yeah, but the, just, just try, that's the just thing. Try. And mm-hmm. you're going to hear is this is not, you know, bitch about home builder hour, but since two of, of our team members are, are building a home with yeah. builders, you're going to get a lot of this feedback. And oh, yeah. I think instead of getting frustrated or defensive, if you're a builder listening to this, to me, the the learning point here is the amount of money that you're potentially spending on brand building and things that aren't directly related to driving traffic, but all that other feel good, uh, maybe billboard, radio, et cetera, sometimes even spending money with a uh, a syndication company beyond what kind of is reasonable. Why are we doing that instead of investing and in making this experience so much better? Definitely. Yeah. Which for me, at every person that I've talked to about building, which I think today alone has been like three, just in my <laughs> and track. And that's like the gym in the morning here at the office. And then I went uh-huh. and got a coffee and I just, I ran into someone They're like, Oh, I saw your building. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And, and so like the story of like, what's that like? No one's, you know, most people have not built. It's, I, I think people forget about and they're like, Oh, that sounds really cool. But I'm like, well, here's the process. And you're asking yep. all about it. So just the story of like how many people and individuals speak to about what they experience. Um, and my last part of the story is super amazed or whatever about the price discrepancies between what sales agents at the community <laughs> reference as far as I'm like, hey, how much is this roughly? I know it's not exact to get this type of like the hardwood look tile on the bottom floor. And they're like, oh, it will be around nine to 12,000. And that's what they said. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. And then at the design studio, we get to the floor section for the preview. I'm like, well, what's like the rough on, on this completely different number? It was, it was half. They're like, well, it'll be about four to six for the bottom floor. I'm like, oh, well, let me tell you. This person, this person said nine to 12 and here's some other numbers. Just, it was, I don't know. I was amazed. Yeah, How that, is it that so one different? I can tell you just from, from my experience, interact with salespeople in the model home is they're just very gun shy about getting cancellations or mm-hmm. coming, people coming back. They, they would rather err on being too high. Too and high. a double <laughs> is obviously too high. Yeah. yeah. But their their main concern is that you're going to be upset personally with them that they misled you. And sure. so I think they're just overcompensating. And, you know, to be fair, you've had other issues with the sales mm-hmm. end of things in the model. So it's not surprising that, yeah, that, that but that's that's pretty common. But it's pretty yeah, common. it was it was just it made me think like if if you're on the fence about building and then you hear these yeah. inflated numbers and you're like or even if you've done it before, I'm like, well, I've, I've bought tile before. Like, I, that's ridiculous. There's only 1,400 feet on the bottom floor. And it's this much. Incl- I'm like, that's a crazy price. These people are nuts. I'm like, there seems to be, there could be a better or different way. And I'm I sure think the other is. possibility is your community may have a higher included base. Yeah. And if that person was new or didn't mm-hmm. understand that you got a bigger credit because of the existing standard, that could have also been a piece of it. But when you think about, you know, I love to talk about how my wife makes her purchasing decisions and how I, I learned from that is 
how many times she will see a single post on Instagram that, okay, it's on Instagram. So you already know that the person posting it has thought about what they're doing most likely, but there's some product or thing that has magically made their lives better. And they're celebrating that. Mm -hmm. And then it's ordered and delivered by Amazon 48 hours later. And you might say that's a stretch because your wife just ordered a pair of jeans or a sweater based upon what someone else was saying they really enjoyed. But I don't, I don't think it really is. I think that factors into this whole experience. And if, if all you hear about is the negatives of how hard it is to buy new, and every time you talk to someone, it's, it's frustrating. There's just not enough celebration throughout the whole process. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. All right. End Andrew's story. On to Becca. <laughs> I can keep going, <laughs> yeah. which is crazy. But we're super, yeah, we're super excited that even throughout all That's the little Yeah, it'll stuff. all be yeah. worth it. You'll, oh, you'll love sure. it. Yeah, it'll be great. But I think it's cool you got to preview it and go it there was. without the pressure of having to make decisions yeah, you, immediately. You were not able to make your preview night when, when you were building. Like right now you're building. You weren't able to make it. So they, you did, they didn't have one, did they? They didn't have one. It wasn't oh, well, there an you option. Go. <laughs> there you go. No option. Show up and pick it. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so right. it's been about... Like I would say two months, a little over two months since we wrote the contract and we went to the design center and kind of we had a similar experience to you in that there was no tools to help you visualize anything. So we, we made our decision with without any of the virtual tools that would have made the experience better. Um, and then I heard crickets. Like I haven't heard anything from them since in two months. Then, yeah. So I texted the sales agent. And I was like, "Hey, just want to know if there's any update. How the progress is going through the pre-start package? If you don't know anything, that's fine too. Just let me know." And I get back a text message, and he's like, "Hey, here's a picture of your home site. They've scraped it and they put it in the driveway for the construction guys." And uh, beautiful. The construction manager will be contacting you any day now uh, to set up a meeting. But that was like a week and a half ago. <laughs> oh. Well, they did so say like, any day, any day, yeah. any day. They didn't yep. say in. Mm -hmm. They didn't say in, in 2018. Right, and I know here that the process takes between two and three months. But I'm still like, okay, um, I want to see something. So like the emotional buyer in me would just like little bit of hand-holding for the experience just because like yes I know things are going on but you can't actually see what's going on because it's happening in the office and in the city municipalities and um, when I was on the builder side of it the sales agents would come to me and say they've really always had a problem with homeowners getting sour before they started because the new start process would take so long so they thought we were just not doing anything at all yeah and i'm really feeling that way now even though i know better and yeah. i'm wishing that they had done what we decided to do which was to send out a series of emails um, their video emails with the sales agent just saying hey just want you to know we haven't forgot about you we're still working through the paperwork phase and then another mm -hmm. one that's like hey still waiting <laughs> you know you can yep. infuse a little bit of humor just because i mean you're waiting you're waiting for the biggest purchase of your of your life or you know something close to that and you just kind of 
kind of wait. And then the sales agent's busy handling everything else for every other people and trying to try to sell more. Okay. So how meaningful does that interaction need to be? You gave the example of, you know, you use video emails from the salesperson and that is awesome. But I am not sold on the fact that it has to be super personal or video related or or anything. I think part of it is, you know, my doctor or my dentist, I, you know, I, heck you get your car's oil changed and how many phone calls do you get from the, the dealership saying, please make sure you give us a five-star rating or wanting to give you, get a satisfaction survey. Yeah. And frankly, that's quasi annoying. I never answer those calls. and I send them straight to voicemail. Uh, but at the same time, there's something in my brain that does feel good about the fact that they are, they do care. Yeah. Now they don't, I don't even know. I, I know they don't care about me. They care about their dang score being good, mm-hmm. Yeah. but there's something about them proactively reaching out. It's the same thing yeah. that goes in my head about the definition of luxury. Luxury is having other people spend their time on you, right? If yeah. any type of luxury experience, it's you go to a nice hotel, they bring the towels to you. They constantly are saying, is there anything else you need? Can I get you this? Can I get you that? Luxury is other people's time being invested in you. Yeah. And I think somehow this idea needs to get through that just like with long-term follow-up emails, the best one is a text-only email. And that's the simplest to write, simplest to design, because there is no design. No design, no. And yet we just constantly get, <laughs> my emails are ugly. How do I get that email to, to be prettier? Because the competitors are doing X, Y, and Z. Uh, yeah. I think there's something in us that says this has to be really hard. I think, so. I think <laughs> well, it's we just, reassurance I mean, I is just, the word, right? That's kind of what you want right now, Becca. Like, we're just what? You, you want like reassurance almost is the... Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be like personalized when when we did it we just did a generic hey your reassurance being, about yeah. what though that um, things are to, moving along it. yeah maybe that's it yeah like, I, I don't even know that it's i i'm, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you i'm just trying to i'm thinking yeah. out loud is i think the reassurance is that they give a dang about you the customer okay yeah. like they yeah. actually want yeah. to keep you informed and care about you i don't think like, it has anything to do with what's happening Yes, because you kind of uh, you understand like well because bef- before you and this is me being like going through it and being but also my first one and not ever managing this process as a builder like it's all like go 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 you need to come in today and sign the contract you need to get the you know the deposit yes. down and you need to, you have three weeks until you have three weeks to make selection and then Becca's stories and and then it's radio silence and it's just like well then what I did all this work for you and now I don't hear anything. What's going yeah. on? It, did I do something wrong? Are you waiting on me? Like you're kind of, is everything yeah. where it should, I guess, is everything where it should be? Are we still on track somehow? Didn't um, Destination Homes, they have a yes. series of that was, great videos with this that are Well, very, they have one really long video, which ooh. is, it's not too long. It's the right length, but it shows the entire process. And they do have it, I think, split up into two or three pieces too. We'll link to that below. And that's a perfect example of the detail and the well-produced, like in-depth, here's what's actually happening happening part of it for sure yeah. probably the best example you're going to find and they there. they email it out it's not active like remarketing or anything it's just emailed to people who sign i believe i think correct yeah. that correct. that that like was the intent like it's internal almost it's just here from but the i think we all know that there's this thing that if you've worked in an office with other people or you have worked for yeah, well most everyone here has worked for a builder You've been in those meetings where the mortgage company is providing you up the updates on the customers that are getting close to closing. And how many times does the mortgage company say, oh, yeah, I've got to get X, Y, and Z documents still, or I have to circle back on. And that's incredibly frustrating as a builder because you're like, hey, guys, we've been building this house for six months. 
well, yeah, but it was on my list to get to. And I, you know, there's too much going on. Well, <laughs> there hasn't been too much going on for five months. Let's no. pull the doc that we need, get this done. But that sense of out of sight, out of mind. And that's why I keep coming yeah. back to if you had something like what Destination has that gave you the big overview picture, and then the emails that you got or the check-ins that you got were literally, we haven't forgotten about you, Becca. We really like you. We're excited yeah. to build your home. We're working on it. You know, I don't know that it has to be a lot more than that for you just to be like, okay, yeah, they're checking in enough with me that I know that they actually are working on it, and it's not just trying yeah. to cover their cover their tails. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, because I, I think the video does one thing, and that is manage the buyer's expectations because they don't know what to what mm-hmm. they what's normal. So if you show them what's normal for you, and then you check back in, then then you're going to have a happy customer that understands the process. And feels like they're being a paid being paid attention to along the way. Okay, last thing I want you both to vote on is voting. If you if you have this destination piece first, would you then personally, as someone going through this process, would you rather get a series of crafted marketing newsletter type things that go into more depth, but you can tell are not personal at all, or would you rather have a personal contact shooting you a three sentence email with an update once a week or every couple of weeks? The second, which is uh, the builder we went with their process is a every Friday an email once they start building. I don't know what it is this in between time contract and mm-hmm. then permits and all this stuff. But once there's progress, they'll or maybe it is actually, actually once they start, I don't know. Once a week is what they said. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but it sounds that sounds fun. And then like to me, that makes sense to have like you could almost have that as the signature in those, like referencing uh-huh. the videos, like behind yeah. the scenes on what actually happens. And then you click that. And if you produce them the way Destination did, which are very, I think they did a great job on them. Entertaining They're and entertaining informative. And informative. And you get to be like, oh, there's that person I've been talking to, Angie. There she is in the office. Um, of course, you might have to edit those every little bit if, if people change. But yeah, nah. Nah. leave them in. Leave them in. I, I vote for the, I need to talk to Angie. She hasn't been here in four years. No, it's okay. Um, yeah, I vote the personal email versus a pretty thing. Um, I think early in the process that personal might not be warranted because there's not a whole lot going on yet. But I think once the construction starts, I would definitely prefer personal. Okay. All right. Good. There's no right answer there. I don't think it it probably should be a hybrid of the two. Yeah. If we really want to do it well, but uh, that's just, okay. Moving on. Uh, We're going to have to have a whole segment uh, of just home builder story time. Builder story time. Building my home <laughs> yeah. story time, whatever building it is. Yeah. Bob Bila. Yep. I will try to be brief then. Uh, two two quick things. Just the if you see targeted display ads listed in a budget line item, question that. Uh, if it's from a third party, if it's from internal and you're reviewing an existing budget, when I see the word targeted display ads and a large number attributed to it, I'm going to say more than $500 to $1,000 a month tops. Just just dig in there. I think that's a healthy thing to do because what it, if, if it's a bigger number than that, it's probably paying for that proprietary system that is promising you the moon and in reality will simply eat away your actual ad impression and, and click results. So just a reminder, I know budgets are being reviewed and come through a lot right now at the end of the December to be finalized for the spring market. Targeted display ads in terms of banner ads being u- using in any type of system over around $1,000 a month per market, something fishy could be going on there. Make sure you're, ch- you're digging in. Yeah, for sure. The other thing was that Builder Magazine called up, which was awesome. 
Uh, and they're working on a follow-up piece to their home builders killing it on social media article. Nice. Nice. And um, so, you know, I'm sure there'll be a quote in there. I think they also interviewed Will Duderstadt and a couple other folks on on their insights. The thing that most intrigued me about that, and I don't know if it'll make the article or not, um, was kind of this question of, okay, Kevin, if you don't think that followers are the metric, what are what what is the metric that should be looked at? Hmm. And I, I had to stop and think for a minute and come back with what is a more complex answer than Ooh. she's probably hoping for. That's why I'm not sure if it'll make it or not. But you know, there is no one metric and there's not even two metrics. There's not, there's not three. The problem is, I mean, obviously leads attributed to it at the end of the day would be the best. Um, but beyond that, you know, Facebook has a dash, has its own dashboard that's going to tell you its metrics. And there's two or three in there that are really good to look at. But then you also have to go over to analytics and look at those metrics. And then you also have to go into your CRM system and look at the actual metrics of leads, leads to a, that ended up going to an appointment, you know, et cetera. And so my answer was kind of there there is no metric or two or three. And if you razor focus on any two or three metrics, you're going to have problems. And that's why it's hard. And that's why people want to try to just hold on to I'm doing great because my cost per click is 20 cents or I'm doing great because I have a thousand leads. Almost in all cases, once you dig in to anyone who's looking at just one or two or three metrics, you see big, big holes of opportunity to do things better. And you have to have a holistic view, especially around social and its impact. Um, so I just thought that was an, an interesting, I, I hadn't really codified that idea in my own mind um, to that point. Obviously, holistically around the whole marketing sphere, you've got to have lots of different touch points. But even social specifically, uh, you can't just look at one or you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know if there's any on the public side, any way to even measure that um, because you could be like, oh, look, they're really humorous and the responsive the responses well that doesn't really mean anything I mean, oh it's, yeah it's no she was she was definitely she was asking about from the builder side when i'm looking at my dashboard or my my metrics what do oh, i okay gotcha so any what am i looking not for not publicly available metrics yeah. like, like even that we've account. talked before yeah, yeah we, we've talked before about like facebook's um Oh shoot! What's the metric that they that they use for uh, qu- the quality score metric? Right, oh, uh, relevance. Oh, score. Great, um, Rel- relevancy score. On the yeah. ad side, I, yeah. I, I've got a nine. That's awesome. Wait, I've got no leads and yeah. you know, fifteen seconds. <laughs> but... yeah. And you need them all, which is like you said, yeah, mm-hmm. all of them. Good. That'd be yep. fun. See see that come out in the next month or so. Yeah. Yep. It'll be great. Cool. All right, news. We got a good one here to kick us off. We love it when anyone's going to do an actual scientific study. Our good friends, I don't know anyone there, but our good friends at Agora Pulse, (laughs) uh, a tool that we do a lot of recommendations for, for those who have high amounts of social engagement that they need to figure out how to respond to. Well, it's a great tool. Agora, A-G-O-R-A, Pulse um, is a fantastic tool for managing all those hundreds of comments that you're getting a week and direct messages, et cetera. It is a test that they did back in April of 2018 to see which perform better? Uh, photos with links. So posting a photo and then putting a URL link in the top in the actual post okay. versus what they call a formatted link post, which just means you're pasting in the post first. And so it looks more like what most people think of as an ad. You'll still have a little bit of copy, but then you have a really large headline below the image and then a couple lines of text. So to me, when I see those, I think more specifically that is an ad Definitely. versus yeah. Yeah. the other one, which is, it looks like it's a shared image with someone happen, happening to put a, a URL link in it. Mm-hmm. And so what they found was in their test, 
that the photos with the link above it got much greater reach overall than the ones that, in our opinion, look like an ad. Okay. Okay. Now, is, functionally, the, the yeah. difference is what? If you click on the picture with the link, you could make the picture bigger or you could click the link. If you click on any part of the ad looking one, it's going to take you to the website. You can't just make the picture bigger. It's just pure kind of clickbait, right? You got right nothing there. else you can do with mm -hmm. it. So why would it get more reach? Let's hypothesize about that. Why do we think that the photo would get more reach overall as the as it ran? What are your thoughts? Um, <laughs> thanks for putting me on I the know. spot. Well, I could go. Well, it's all go. it's all about the overall engagement on it, right? If it's getting more yeah. engagement, Correct. it's going to get yeah. more distribution. It so kind of yeah. forces you to comment. If you're going to comment versus going to the website, you might be like, yes. oh, okay, look, and then you'll you'll be done satisfying that whatever. Like, okay, I looked at this. It gets thirty seconds of my attention. Not that yeah. you're sitting there with a the stopwatch time timing it, on. but like, yeah. okay, time to move on. Let's go to the next beat versus, hey, this is going to get 30 seconds. And then you're going, oh, comment something. Beautiful house. I hate the kitchen. Right. Whatever you're going to do. <laughs> something like that. And these are organic posts or paid ads? I think it's important to, do they ref, do they say that Agora Pulse? Um, it does not. It I don't believe I see anything in here about if these are paid ads Let's or not. See. Okay. Oh, it looks like think, they're not because it has boost post underneath the, um, underneath it in the yeah. screenshot. Mm -hmm. But I think that's, what's interesting is the, the link version looks like an ad anyway. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And it, to me, it just makes sense that the uh, the photo is going to get more overall delivery, more reach, because if people like it, comment and share it, because it looks like it's organic content more specifically, of course, it's going to get delivered more often than an ad where most likely, like you just said, all I'm going to do is click on it, go to the website. Now, what they they do a little test here later, and, and according to their test, they're finding that the ad, even though it gets uh, the ad looking format, even though it gets less delivery, results in more actual conversions. And this is where their tests and our results completely differ. Um, we definitely see that we are getting better overall quality metrics and conversions when we have that link above the image. And we're really going full in on this idea that it looks like organic content more so, and Ooh. we're getting engagements. And also, I think the targeting has a lot to do with it and the type of product that we are selling. Uh, their test was you know, shrimp, a shrimp business and their own content. <laughs> Bubba gum. Uh, it's not bubba gum, but it makes me Yeah. Think so, you know, the question, if, gotcha. if, if the post that's shown there is how many hashtags on Instagram should we use? That's a little different than, are you looking for a home? Here's a whole bunch of home content. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. The big giant picture. That is interesting. So, so yeah, and that's on organic. So, yeah, that's, and this is to their fan bases, which looks like all these pages have a decent amount of followers. Yeah. So even though we're disagreeing, I think it makes sense in that we're, you know, our strategy is make it look as organic as possible and target yeah. the right audience so that the folks who do choose to go there are going to convert at a higher rate. I think their perspective is for people who are just making sure that they're trying to reach a larger amount of people, maybe the targeting is not as good, that if, if at the end of the day, you just want to get that traffic to your website, this other format might perform better. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it is yeah. very interesting. Definitely or go maybe, check out the actual yeah. article because it's, it's also very visual. Yeah, you need to read the whole thing. Yeah. And you might get confused. And maybe it's the difference between e-commerce and real estate. Exactly right. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Exactly right. Yep. yep. And that's a good another good reminder of just because you see something tested in a headline somewhere, you can't assume that it's going to directly connect with real estate either. Yeah. You know, that's why our findings differ differ from theirs. Exactly.
All right, we got another oldie but a goodie, especially this time of year. Andrew, uh, this one from digitalcaffeinegroup.com. Why it's important to own your own ad accounts. Is it important? Ooh, it's it's super (laughs) important. It's it is. I think um, so. We when we work with builders, they own everything. They own their ad account, and we work within their ad account. Um, And I think that's super important. Like just that it's theirs first and foremost. Like it's not. I think if you talk to different agency owners and this is going outside of home building and someone is working for a, I don't know, like a, not a restaurant, say a restaurant or just a smaller business with much lower revenue, much less ad spend. A lot of those agencies will just have a single ad account and they'll run everybody's stuff in it and they'll own it. And so that person who's paying them $800 a month for everything out the door, they don't get to have anything. That's okay. That That's separate. But when you're spending five, 10,000, 30,000 a year, whatever you're spending on your Google ads um, and Facebook ads, yeah. like it's like, that's yours. That's, that's very important. So this article yeah. has a lot of reasons in here. Um, the first one, most importantly, it's your money. You're paying for the ads. So it's your site, your ownership. Yeah, you should own yeah, it, right? you should yeah. own it. It's part of your brand. You need 100% ownership. You need 100% control. Um, if yep. something happens negatively with, with the agency, say out of your control with the builder, something, mm-hmm. not, not that agency being malicious, but something happens. Yeah. And you can't have access to your ad account and take over like then you're, you're kind of stuck. Like let's say it's February and March. That would be a terrible yep. position to be in to be like, we can't figure this out. We have ads running. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Number it, three here I thought was a really great point yeah. that I've never th- I've never thought of before, but it makes total sense. Yeah. If you're paying by credit card, there's no way to stop it. Um, so sometimes they will put your credit card on their ad account. And this is totally bizarre. Um, so your card is on their account they own because you're under contract. <laughs> It's their account, but it's your credit card. It's totally weird. Same thing. Something happens. It could keep yeah, running. Yeah, and up even the years card. later, years later, this can be an issue. Yeah, it was not yeah. done intentionally at all. But I used to have my own Amex card connected to our Heartland Google Ads account, and all of a sudden, I was getting charged like five hundred dollars every two days or so for Google oh. ads on that card, even though the number had changed two or three times since I had worked there. That's crazy. Amex. And it was still there as a backup backup card uh, on an account yeah. that I had no longer had access to. So I had to call up uh, my good friends at NVR and be like, hey, um, can you try to stop this and also uh, pay my bill yeah. <laughs> here? Uh, which they were, they were happy to do, but it's of just course. an example of that could continue to happen with someone who's you're not friends with, right? I'm still yeah. friends with those people at NVR. If it was someone yeah. that I had fired and they really hated my guts, they could just pretend like they never got my email and not return my phone call and just keep charging me. So big. Yep. Uh, that's a really good point. That is a big one. And number four is fun too. Um, transparency. Yeah. So you don't know if yeah. there's markup on the media spend. And that really ties into, we've talked a lot about reporting, having direct access to metrics, because that is entirely, if they're preparing a report for you and you do, and you never see the ad account, you really don't know because that the transparency isn't there. So maybe you are a dollar yeah. a click and they're charging you a dollar 20. So that's 20%. So you're losing 20% of your budget um, for markup and paying them yep. to manage your ads. Make, yeah, and me, this is just something so that, angry. This is like a poop emoji all over it, like having that set up. Like, <laughs> well, and that's a holdover from the from the way that the agency discount slash amount mm-hmm. that they would get for placing media in the past of ten to fifteen percent. There, you know, those agencies who converted from from the old days to now were looking for a way to continue that kind of free money in markup, and that's just not our experience. I don't know of I know of only one builder who is currently in a relationship that is of any size with someone who they are 
paying a markup on top of a retainer or consultancy or uh, you know billable hours piece. That's just it's just not commonplace today anymore nope. because of the transparency that you should have by owning your own accounts. Yep. So own your own account. So, yeah. I don't know what you would do as far as advice if you're under contract and that's part of the contract. Um, and you're you have a year left, two years left, six months left, whatever with with your agency. What your best next steps would be? I don't have an answer for that, Kevin. Do you? Because you just have to be really direct contract. and say, yeah. yeah. And if there is a contract, be very specific and and look at the details because. If they say, yeah. well, that's just not allowed per how we do business, if that's not in the contract, you don't, I mean, obviously you still don't, you, you, you can just choose not to fight it. But if it's not actually in the agreement somewhere that you don't own any of this or you can't have access to it specifically, I would push because it is, there's so much at risk when, when you allow that to continue. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be contentious. Most of the time for, for people who aren't doing the markup, most of the time, it's simply that way because they that at the time that agency or that company didn't know a better way to do it. You know, originally yeah. Google did not have master accounts the way they do now. Mm-hmm. Originally, Facebook did not have the business manager set up where it was easy to share that data back and forth. So sometimes it's just a legacy thing that has yeah. been the way it is, and so don't be scared to broach that topic just because you think it. They're going to be defensive about it, and that's also a sign they shouldn't be defensive about it. Now. Having said all of this, having multiple agencies involved in one account is also a bad idea. Let's just quickly discuss why that is. One, you got too many cooks in the kitchen. And again, not intentional, but things can get turned off or adjusted. Thankfully, there are change histories on most of these now that you can look and see who did it. But it's just a bad idea because no one wants to have to point the finger at someone else and be like, hey, you know, you accidentally clicked our account or changed it. And another good reason is because you want to make sure that you have one person that you can hold accountable or who is your partner there in terms of how it works. Another is just competing of ideas. You have to at some point choose one person whose idea you're going to to listen to and follow. And okay. having that extra noise is okay outside of, like it's okay to have the challenge and be challenged and discuss different ideas and thoughts of ways things should be done. Mm -hmm. But when it's all being done within the account itself, it can cause serious chaos. We've seen that, that really not turn out well for people. So I agree. You own it, but then at the same point, that doesn't mean if you do work with six different agencies collectively, as some of our larger clients do, that everyone needs to have access to every account all the time. Oh gosh. Yeah. No. You do the builder, but keep the different parties focused on their own areas of responsibility as much as possible. Mm-hmm. All right. Last and one. the last one, searchengineland.com. Yeah, super, super quick. Because um, we talked about Google's responsive ads, I think five or six weeks ago. Those wrote out, they're really cool. And they're just continually updating that feature. I guess we call that the feature of, of the product. So they're doing mm-hmm. now is they're having suggested headlines and descriptions based off of the URL of the ad. So they you put the URL in Interesting. and then they crawl your site and figure out what it's about and what seems to be important based on their machine learning and AI and all these big, cool buzzwords. And then when you start typing, it will show things that they think is important based on, and this is where the cool part comes in, based on like the way your ad is performed, combinations, keywords you've shown up for, and like just going backwards to like, oh, look, other people are typing these type of, um, uh, they're typing in new homes in Tampa, Competitors mm-hmm. are using these type of keywords. They know that this could be important if that's on your website and it makes sense contextually. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. It's I don't believe it's out yet, but it is the little sneak preview of it. They have the example of an e-commerce site, which is really easy to show. 
and they put an F and it says free shipping and it says free same day shipping. <laughs> and it's like the different shipping things, which for e-commerce, super uh-huh. important. Um, so big. builders, I don't know what they'll do. Real estate will be interesting to see what they'll show in there. Um, but yeah, they'll be really nice because then you can knock out a bunch of different ad combinations really quickly and and have what was, should be yeah. better performing ads. So, yeah, I like the um, strength status column too. Oh yeah, there's the strength on there, um, which if you read like in the little fine print there, you <laughs> yeah. had to go to eight descriptions to have a strong ad, and yeah. that's insane. That's a lot of that's a lot <laughs> of writing. That's ninety times eight, which is seven hundred twenty um, seven hundred twenty characters. So it's like a paragraph at least. Yeah, that's a lot if you have it's a book 20, 20 of those to write. Um, yeah. And different things to say without just saying the same thing. But with these suggested Likely headlines, different. it will and descriptions will make it a bit easier. Sweet. Awesome. And that's it for the news. That is it. Yeah. And sorry, guys, <laughs> there's going. no fun uh, audio breaks here. We're just rolling right no, through rolling because through. we're we're pushing the limits of time on this one. So we're going to hop over to the answers from last week's question of the week, which was, how does your home builder celebrate the holiday season? And Carrie Davis says, we have Christmas trees in our model and we're giving a $1,500 Visa gift card for homes that sell and close by December 31st. We also have holiday parties at some communities. I guess only the communities you like there. Um, in the yeah, past, only the- I know Carrie has <laughs> also <laughs> had Santa visit the model as well. Okay. Mike Davidson, time off with our families. Not just some time off. They're off from December 22nd all the way through January 2nd. Everyone oh, wow. in the company off. Nice. That's like two weeks, I think. That's incredible. It's a long time. That is cool. Incredible. That's interesting. Um, that's cool. That's you need time off. I wonder if that's standard, like where they are, if they do it and all then all the other builders are like, hey, let's take this. Time no, kind of. There are other relax. builders there that definitely are not doing that. December 25th. Come and uh, model. That's tour. just uh, yeah. And and, and you know, and talking to Mike, that's just a focus of of their company is making sure that work life balance and employees uh, satisfaction and spending time with your family is just super important to everybody there to avoid burnout. So good job for sure. Yeah, good that's job, Mike. Cool. Awesome, uh, Maria. We have Santa at our models on Saturdays and holiday treats. Also, people unwrap a present for their incentive on their presale or pull from a stocking for a spec home. Oh, that's interesting. Cool. Well, Christmas uh, present. Yeah. And I've known Maria for, for many, many years. She always loves a good contest and, and prizes. I'm always curious about those kind of things. If I, Again, you guys just purchasing homes. How would you feel about that? I'm not saying it's bad at all. I personally, I would always be like, because I don't win any contests or prizes ever. ever. Um, <laughs> be like, whatever I pull is going to be blah. Well, your book so is sold out I on Amazon. So that's a prize, right? <laughs> that's quite yeah, that maybe. For a little bit. I'll but I, it. you know, I think if it, if I was going to buy a presale home and I got to figure out what my incentive was, I'd kind of be like, can I just get the best incentive? Why do I have to pick a present? Yeah, I yeah. I think um, it needs to be like same. low value for it to still be fun and not like wow, I'm actually that's a really good point. Yep. Upset about this, like you don't, you're not getting. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, but then I'm like, what would it be like a free like can light or something? I don't. I don't it needs to be. You don't want to be like free backsplash. That could be. A lot of money and you're like what the heck like we're done i don't know yeah or you could do like free welcome home pizza when you move pizza. in yeah things like that or yeah. free, maybe a, a ring doorbell like things that are not yeah. super valuable but still oh cool that's a neat. good idea not necessarily like tied directly to the house maybe it's an alexa or a ring yeah, doorbell or stuff. something like that that could be yeah. cheap and they could mm-hmm. hold it in their hand yeah. and take it home and people be like hey how'd you get that and like well we had this thing at the building i like that yeah or some builder branded logo item right yeah that'd be cool yeah, coffee okay. cup. 
service and yeah the winner by a mile amanda also someone who i've known for a long time and, and is in pittsburgh they do everything and they're that thinking about doing more <laughs> so My. all the models are decorated <laughs> Breakfast cool. with Santa, holiday party at their oh. new model where we invite all of our past homeowners, current customers, top realtors, developers, vendors, subs as a way to celebrate the holiday. Oh, man. They That's collect toys for tots, friends and family holiday party, mail personalized gifts to all realtors that were registered with a sale in the year, mail holiday cards to all of our subs and vendors and top realtors with a timeline of the year's highlights, kind of like their Christmas card mm-hmm. that your parents send out with here's what Kevin's done and with his family this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> we mail holiday cards to all of our homeowners and customers. And we're thinking about mailing all homes that closed in 2018 an ornament that says new home with a personalized note. Wow. But haven't quite gotten there yet. Wow. That is, is Amanda in marketing? I can't, I can't remember. This is her life right oh, now. Oh yeah. And like, I would say she is closely related to Buddy, Buddy the, the Elf. Elf. That is probably my favorite Christmas movie in case anyone is wondering. One of, one of my favorites, if you have more than one favorite. She is busy right now. She is full force yeah. doing this. Like, I oh, like yeah, the ornament idea. I think it's kind of neat. So if you're in your first Christmas at your new house, it's it'd be kind of nice to get one in the mailbox yeah. and open Absolutely. it up and say, hey. It's going to go on the care. tree without a doubt. It's been, even though it's been two months yeah. since I signed the contract, they do <laughs> care. They do care. <laughs> Personalized note. Yeah, I liked it. One I was impressed with um, was just the the person. I mean, all of them I am impressed with, but the personalized gift to all the realtors that register the sale. So they go on their social and figure out what mm-hmm. that realtor likes, stalk them a bit, figure it out. Or if there's nothing on their social, maybe they, I'm sure they still want to try to make it personal, but that's like, that can, that's a lot of work, but I'm sure it makes a big difference as far as if that realtor gets five other gifts from different builders and they get a cup, a cup, yeah. a cup, and then someone else sends them the personal gift. They're like, Oh, cool. They actually care. They actually know about me. Exactly. I'm going to think of them. All right. Good. I've got to run to a coaching call. So uh, for published yep. articles, blog posts, videos, and more, check out deconvert.com. It's also the best way to find out how to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and the like. Have a great rest of your week. Hope you're getting all of that holiday shopping done. See you next time.